Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning. I'm Kim Ferris, and this is Miami Valley View, a public affairs presentation of iHeartMedia Dayton. First off, for all of our Christian friends, I would like to wish you all a very happy, happy Easter today. And uh, this is going to be kind of a full circle thing, because Evangeline and Darcio who uh, is with the Medical Spirituality Conference. And she and I have done this program. Vang, I'm guessing we have done it now for probably 12, 12 years? Correct. 12 years. Correct. And yeah. and last year at this time, I had interviewed Vange uh, about the 2020 Medical Spirituality Conference. And then the world changed for all of us. And so, Vange, you were my very last interview uh, oh, in person in last year. Wow. I know. Wow. I know. So, and I'd also like to welcome Valerie Hausnick. And Valerie, um, thank you so much for joining me this morning. We're going to be talking about living with loss, transformation, and growth within the COVID-19 pandemic. This is going to be a very powerful virtual medical spirituality conference. But before we get started, Evangeline, would you give us a little bit of your background? Yes, yes, Kim. Um, I'm actually a clinical professor of obstetrics and gynecology at Wright State University Boonshop School of Medicine. And uh, when I ended my clinical practice, I actually uh, became uh, the director of the Remen Institute for the Study of Health and Illness. And we were located at Wright State uh, University Boonshop School of Medicine. And then we moved over to Pure Healthcare, which is a nonprofit uh, subsidiary of Ohio's hospital. Mm-hmm. And we're really excited about this uh, synergy uh, and alignment of, of mission and vision with Pure Healthcare, where they deal with the care of patients with chronic illness. And um, it really speaks to what the work we do at the Remen Institute, in which we focus on reconnecting healthcare professionals with the calling of their work, uh, the importance of their work, and the heart of their work. And so when the uh, COVID-19 pandemic uh, occurred and uh, hit our country and globally, this really spoke uh, to the heart of our work Mm -hmm. uh, with physicians facing and other healthcare professionals facing this pandemic. challenging time in medicine. Uh, It had not occurred since the Spanish flu, such a pandemic upon our world. Mm -hmm. And so our work became even more important during this time. So uh, there's so much to talk about in that realm, but I'm going to hand it over now to Valerie to give a little brief background uh, of her work. Yeah, well, thank you, Vange. Um, so I'm Valerie Hausnick. Um, I am 
um, a psychiatrist by training and practice. I'm also a clinical professor in the Department of Psychiatry at Boonshaw School of Medicine. Um, my clinical work uh, focuses currently on patient care in the area of individuals uh, with chronic illness. And at the end of life, um, I work with um, our palliative care team at Pure Healthcare down here in Centerville, um, and also with uh, Ohio Hospice and all of our uh, end of life care teams across across the state. Uh, one of the things that has been a passion of mine, kind of in addition to my clinical work, has been um, helping to support and take care of. Um, medical professional mm-hmm. um, burnout and uh, exhaustion is really an epidemic of itself within the field of medicine. Um, and the COVID pandemic has really just uh, opened up um, a whole nother level of, of challenges for our staff. Now, Valerie, I do want to ask you one question before we get any further, and that is uh, Pure Healthcare. Can you explain what Pure Healthcare is? Sure. So, Pure Healthcare is a uh, non-profit organization, and we provide um, we provide uh, care for individuals living with chronic illness. Um, It is comprehensive, really whole person or person-centered care. Mm -hmm. Um, So in addition to caring for some of their uh, symptom management needs, Mm -hmm. uh, we really provide a whole array of wraparound services, including behavioral health support, care management. Uh, We even have access to um, nutrition um, and uh, occupational therapy. So really trying to uh, make everyday matter for those mm. who are really uh, living with, with chronic illnesses. Beautiful. Thank you for explaining that. And uh, we're going to start off talking about the 2021 Virtual Medical Spirituality Conference, Living with Loss, Transformation, and Growth Within the COVID-19 Pandemic. It's going to be on Thursday, April 15th. And Vange, let's start with you. Uh you and I have discussed over the years how important a conference like this is. And normally you have it in person, of course, uh, because of the COVID-19 pandemic. That isn't possible this year. But explain what this conference is all about each year. Yes. When, um, as I was in my practice uh, in obstetrics and gynecology, I could really see the importance of embracing the care of the whole patient, that the patients not only relied on my medical expertise, but also that piece of caring and compassion towards them, of being a compassionate presence. And that was a key component of their healing. Uh, So I really began to explore this uh, aspect of medicine. And I came to know of Dr. Rachel Naomi Remen, who is one of the pioneers of the integrative medicine movement. And during that time, I I met with the medical school and felt that it would be very important for our medical community and our greater community of service to be able to find a, a way of exploring the connection 
between medicine and spirituality, which is really all about meaning and purpose in life, and to bring these things to our greater community and find uh, evidence-based type of programming in which we actually have top speakers from throughout the United States come in and uh, share their knowledge with us uh, regarding this aspect of medicine. Uh, So it's been a wonderful journey. We've uh, been holding the conference since 2009, Hmm. and and what you shared that this is the first time we are doing it virtually Mm -hmm. due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Over the last year, I can't even imagine uh, the the losses and the transformation and the growth within the medical community uh, because this all just, I mean, I can remember the first time I heard about coronavirus, COVID-19, and I thought this is never going to really affect us. And then all of a sudden, out of my ignorance, it did. And now our world has changed dramatically. So where do we go from here? What do what do we start talking about with this uh, medical spirituality conference? Would you want to talk about that, Valerie, and 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 some of the speakers that are going to be here, and and what's going to be happening? Sure. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Um, so one one place I would like to start is is just by briefly uh, let's define what we mean by living losses. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, usually we define a loss, and when we think about bereavement, we think about the response um, to a person who has passed away, right, somebody who has died. Mm -hmm. But a living loss is really um, a loss that occurs without the death of a loved one, kind of the uh, informal way of defining it. And, you know, these are losses that we have all sustained through this covid 19 pandemic. And it's really um, important to identify these because they are often unidentified, particularly by medical professionals in themselves. Um, but they do have a huge impact on um, our health and well being. So, just some quick examples, right? Uh, things that most of us, if not all of us, have lost throughout this pandemic, right? Um, lots of routine, mm-hmm. right? Routine provides safety and security, right? Predictability um, in our day-to-day, right? We've, uh, and we've lost a lot of that, right? Our work routines have been upended um, for a lot of us. Um, we have lost um, the things that we were anticipating, right? Graduations mm-hmm. or how we celebrate holidays, Um that's and really tough because, so every, just- yeah, every everyone was so, uh, I, I think the first one that, that people really started thinking about was 4th of July, and then after 4th of July, Labor Day, and then, and then came Thanksgiving, and then the holidays, and it was stressful for everyone. In fact, I just read a survey that one of the things that people are concerned about when our world does reopen is they're afraid of small talk. They don't know if they're going to be able to uh, be out and about with people and and, and actually be able to have a conversation because we haven't really had many face-to-face conversations in this past year. Yeah, I think that's a great example, right? And especially as we start to think about moving toward reopening and engaging with each other, right? All of those things that 
we in some ways took for granted, right, that we're just part of uh, the foundation of what made us feel, quote, normal, right, mm-hmm. what was expected, what was predictable, right, we're questioning all of those things. And so it really um, adds to the, the stress and anxiety that we all are feeling. Now, I know that the Medical Spirituality Conference uh, is is based towards healthcare professionals, but but anyone can be a part of this that would be interested. And, uh, you know, we've heard so much about the frontline heroes and the sacrifices that they have made over this past year. And so that's one of the topics that you're going to be discussing, correct? Correct. Um, we have two outstanding speakers coming. We have uh, Ron Epstein, MD, and Mick Krasner, MD, uh, they both are from the University of Rochester, mm-hmm. uh, and they've done a lot of work uh, surrounding this issue of living with loss, and they also uh, have a focus on mindfulness. And, and so these are very important issues that we need to discuss. And as Valerie stated, uh, not only uh, for physicians and nurses and other healthcare professionals, but also um, for everyone in our community, mm-hmm. our greater community. Uh, so we, uh, we all, no matter what uh, situation you're in, have experienced some type of loss surrounding the COVID-19 pandemic. And it's not only a loss that is felt nationally. This is a global loss a collective loss that has affected all of us, whether it come from the death of a loved one or just as Valerie outlined, some of the common things that we celebrate, weddings, funerals, all that has been turned upside down with the pandemic and the COVID-19 restrictions of masking, social distancing, all these things that we need to do to reduce uh, infection rates. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this is a key piece of why we want to explore this, uh, that, uh, that we need to be able to process these experiences so we can re-enter uh, in a more healthier space with all of this. You know, Van, you, you said re-enter, and, and I think that I know for me and some of the people that I've spoken with, we're, we're kind of wondering what the future is going to be like. I mean, it, it, you know, are we, you know, you hear the new normal. Are we ever going to, to be able to do all of these things, or is a mask protocol going to be really the, the way of our world for who knows how long? Um I think a lot of people probably feel that way, is wondering what is going to be happening in the future. Well, one thing is for sure. There's a lot of hope and optimism because medical science, the expertise of medical science, has really been accelerated during this time. Mm -hmm. The fact that we developed the vaccine so quickly was because we had so much research already in place with prior SARS infections. And now there's actually some antiviral agents that are being studied that could directly treat this illness. We've learned a lot since March of 2020 in in medical science, but medical science alone cannot 
heal our nation. We have to work as a collective good. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Towards this hope and optimism. Mm-hmm. So keeping in line with our guidelines and recommendations, that will lead us to a greater future. Uh, and so I, I do not want to leave our discussion without really empathizing and, and, and actually saying there is a lot of hope. And we can go to uh, the ways of, of being that we have been with our families and friends. But it does take a collective responsibility and wisdom to move through this pandemic. Vange, I will say one of the things that you said during that powerful moment is besides hope and and that we all need hope is that a lot of people don't understand that this vaccine wasn't just something developed overnight. And it it, it, it was because of the research over years yeah. and years that has gotten us to the fact where we were able uh, to see ourselves getting vaccinated faster than we would have ever thought, but it was because of all those years of research in the past. Correct. Correct. Mm-hmm. And um, and so that's why we were able to approve this emergency authorization of the vaccines. Uh, and, and so it is going to allow us, if, as we move forward and develop herd immunity, mm-hmm. that we will be able to be with our family and friends, you know, in an outdoor barbecue or have our... Uh, our times together in, in, in our homes. Uh, so just, um, those are very hopeful things, uh, that, but yet I think it's important as we move towards hope and optimism that we recognize that we must reflect upon our losses. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, and so that's why, um, Valerie, the work she's doing is so important. Uh, and I, I'd like her to speak a little bit more about that, of why it's so important for us to reflect upon our loss, and which allows us for growth and transformation. Yeah, I would, I would love to do that. And I think that will really take us back to um, what um, Drs. Kresner and Epstein are going to take us through in mm-hmm. this conference. Um, and what I... What I love about mindfulness is that um, mindfulness is easily defined as basically where you put your attention. Um, when I teach mindfulness, it's, you know, I, I use the phrase, it's about being intentional where you put your attention. Mm. And when we're intentional about we, where we put our attention, um, we can take a moment to acknowledge the losses that we have, right? Sometimes that means recognizing things that um, are losses to us and acknowledging them where maybe we haven't really um, done that before, right? The Mm -hmm. practice of mindfulness helps us to improve our self-awareness, to build our compassion for ourselves and for others. 
and really gives us some tools to navigate these times of challenge and loss. And, you know, it's kind of like, you know, the foundation of research that allowed us to respond so quickly to this pandemic and deploy a vaccine, right? Investing in uh, mindfulness and building our self-awareness really helps us to be more resilient to respond to, you know, the inevitable challenges that we will face in the future um, and really to, to move from surviving to thriving. Hmm. I love that. Um, intentional about where to put our attention. Is that the way it was? Mm-hmm. I love yeah, that. Yeah, that's usually the way I describe it. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, the, the fact of the matter is, is that there are so many things competing for our attention. And I think one of the challenges of the COVID pandemic has been, you know, we were kind of accustomed to the things that demanded our attention before, Mm -hmm. right, our busyness of day-to-day life. And when those things really kind of slammed to a halt, um, I think for many people that void was filled with um, many things, Mm -hmm. um, you know, social media, media, right? Positive yeah. and negative. Right. Um, and, and you know, it, it really has an impact on us. I, I think about, uh, I can't imagine what it would have been like, well, how, what it's still like as a frontline hero, uh, a first responder, because it started off that, that we were trying to make sure that we had all the protocols in place so that we wouldn't be um, spreading COVID-19. But then all of a sudden we started dealing with mental health issues and, and things like uh, depression and, and isolation. And um, I don't want to put any words in anyone's mouth, but uh, being a person that works at a hospital, the fatigue mentally and physically that they had to undergo had to have been extraordinary and and continues to be so. Absolutely. And I think it goes back to what uh, Van said earlier about, you know, when she realized that taking care of patients um, was deeper than just the medical knowledge mm-hmm. that that she had, right? It's about bringing your own self to the table, about practicing with compassion, about connecting with people. And, you know, the challenge in in the helping professions and medical professionals um, is that it it can be very draining Mm -hmm. when we as providers are not good at um, acknowledging that that drain is even happening, right? And so that's where, you know, I think we're seeing this pandemic um, in and of itself of uh, burnout, of emotional exhaustion, of feeling disconnected from the work that we're doing and feeling disconnected from the reason we're doing this in the first place, Mm. right? What's the purpose and meaning in the work that we're doing? So during the virtual medical spirituality conference, that's certainly something that will be addressed. Are there any things that can be done during the day and any kind of techniques that that we can do that will help us through this process? Yes, I think that's a great question. And, 
the um, that looking through the you know the outline of what uh, Dr. Epstein and Kreisner have planned, mm-hmm. um, there will be a lot of very um, practical tools um, that they're going to teach us. Um, one uh, that I can share, you know, just based on my experience with mindfulness, um, is simple but not always easy. Um, and that is, you know, slow down and take a deep breath, mm. right? Our breath is something that we carry with us all the time, and yet we rarely um, pay attention to it. Um, so just take a minute um, and take a deep breath and take a moment to notice what's going on around you. I wonder how many people just did that because I did. When you said take a deep breath, I, I took a deep <laughs> breath. Vange, did you Vange, did you have something that you wanted to add to that? Oh, no question. Um, I think that um, one of the key things that um, we physicians uh, in the busyness of the day and, and the high-paced uh, suffering that we were seeing uh, in the COVID pandemic it was very difficult to see patients dying alone. Mm. And sometimes the only person in the room with the patient was the nurse holding their hand or the physician holding their hand. And, um, and so it was hard to see that families could not be with their loved ones. And so they were doing things that to try to really uh, make that happen in the sense of, you know, having compassionate visits to be able to have family members come in if that could not be done, we actually connected families with their loved ones via iPads and uh, social media use that was HIPAA compliant, uh, so it was not it would not be violated that anyone else could witness those events. Mm-hmm. And that just shows how much compassion and caring healthcare professionals have for their patients and their families, uh, and so. Workforce environment is an important part of that, that having a workforce environment, an institution that cares about those things are very important uh, to enhance these kinds of things that could help our patients uh, assist them and their uh, families through these difficult moments. The beauty of this conference is that, as Valerie stated, uh, Ron and Mick are going to be sharing some of uh, their mindful practice uh, practices mm-hmm. that can be very helpful at the at the very moment of times like this. Taking attention to your breath, knowing that you're in a sacred space when moments like this are happening in your practice, and, uh, and that you may be the only person that that patient is with in a very, very important time of transition in their life. Uh, So uh, these are things that can actually prevent burnout, uh, that understanding during these times are very sacred moments, Mm -hmm. uh, holy moments, I would call them. And so um, these are all key components of getting through this very difficult time. As it always seems yeah. to be, we never have enough time. And uh, Valerie, go ahead and, and follow up. We have about two and a half minutes left. Oh, I was just going to say, you know, the, the the thing that really gives me hope, right, mm-hmm. getting back to our earlier conversation, mm-hmm. 
you know, Vange talked about, you know, really some of the, the natural and inherent resilience of our care providers, right? Um, doctors, nurses, um, physical therapy, you know, social work, all of the, the, the individuals that make up make up a care team, right? Mm-hmm. Our, our our healthcare providers are what a what a colleague of mine typically called a, a hardy coper, <laughs> right? Um, and seeing those um, evidence of resilience um, manifested in taking care of patients through this COVID nineteen pandemic, right? All of the creative ways, the out of the box thinking, um, in terms of how do we get family members, you know, to connect to their loved ones. Um, so there's, they're not alone, right, um, mm-hmm. was just inspiring to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing I was going to say is that if we could come out on the other side of this with healthcare providers really appreciating and valuing for themselves and our systems really valuing the power of that doctor sitting there holding that patient's hand as they're, uh, you know, in the hospital bed or in the office, right? The, the presence of those, those caring, compassionate people, right? We know, evidence shows that that has a huge impact mm-hmm. on health outcomes. And... I don't know that it's always something that we really pay attention to, that we give ourselves credit for, right? As I, as I tell people often, right, listening is absolutely doing something. Being present is absolutely doing something, providing a service for your patient. I could speak with both of you for the rest of the day. Uh, This has been such an uplifting conversation, and I really appreciate both of you taking the time today. Don't forget that the 2021 Virtual Medical Spirituality Conference, Living with Losses, Transformation, and Growth Within the COVID-19 Pandemic, is going to be on Thursday, April the 15th. 7.45 a.m. until noon. And if you'd like to have more information and to register, you can go to medicine.right.edu slash med hyphen spirit. Okay, so that's medicine.right.edu slash med dash spirit. Evangeline and Valerie, thank you both so much for joining me today. No, thank you. You are so very welcome. So much. My guests this morning, Dr. Evangeline Indarcio and Dr. Valerie Hausneck, thank you for being a part of our show, and thank you so much for listening to Miami Valley View. Have a great week. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.